to you. What are you drinking over there? This is a mushroom cacao mix, baby boy. Woo. Okay, I think you're going to be tripping balls in 20 minutes or what? Nah, <laughs> it's one of those good cacaos, <laughs> dude. It's, the, it's a perform, as they call it. It's oh. a perform segment. They have like a chill, a perform, a uh, defend. That's the one that Garisa drinks. I'm like, I got to be so defensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Got your Wawa over there. I had a... I started my day with some toad <gasps> this morning, yeah. Dude. All right. And you caught toads, 11 of them? We got 12 now. We caught another one last night. Dude. All right. This is all brand new. Yeah. So you got to you gotta give me the skinny. Give me the skinny on what, like, you because you've told me about toad medicine before. The, like, crazy experiences that you've had with them. And then you got Anna to do it with you. And now you're out here getting That's, ready. That to sounds like I, I can, like I, I got her. She, yes. Okay. She, yes, she decided she was ready. to do it with She me. was yes. ready to do it. We sat with the toad, yes. Okay. And now you guys are making your own toad medicine? That's the idea. Or at least, I mean, for now we're collecting toads and we'll see how it goes. So okay. We made them a little habitat yesterday, like a little eight foot, you know. Like a big area for them yeah. with a little pond in it and stuff. and Schnapples. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So give me, give me the uh, toad medicine is what exactly? What does it do for, for you specifically? I don't know. I mean, that's, uh, it's like something that can't really be described. It's to be experienced, to be felt, but. Why do it's, people uh, do it? It's a uh, 5-MeO-DMT is the whatever scientific compound or whatever. I don't know. So don't, it's dimethyltryptamine. I don't really get into that part of it. But um, but yeah, it's like it's a it's kind of it's a form of DMT, but it's got other stuff in it, too, I guess. I don't know. Why do people it's do it? Um, I don't know. I suppose they're called to, to do it, to, uh, I mean, for me, I do it cause it, um, it's a reminder. It reminds me of, um, the bigger picture connects me with God, connects me with being one with everything else. How, um, shatters illusions. Is that any different from Aya? Oh, yeah. I mean, they're all different. I mean, it's another medicine. It's another tool. It's uh, it's nice because it's quick in and quick out. Like, like you know, if I did Aya this morning, you wouldn't be seeing <laughs> me for another 12 hours. So, <laughs> not 12, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's... Um, I don't know. You, it's just something to be experienced. Like trying to describe it as like it's not gonna work anyways because there's not really words and uh, and your experience is gonna be different than mm -hmm. mine. It depends on where you're at, where your level of consciousness is, what you're open to, your you know what you have in your body at the time. Like mm -hmm. there's a lot of factors with all these medicines. So 
is it like a, is it kind of like a hack into your like nervous system, like your nerve system or your sensations, or is it like mind and body sensation or is it like, does it connect all three mind, body, spirit? Like, what do you, cause I, 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 for me, you know, I'm like, like I'm, I'm a little weirdy. Like I like to break things down to like, so that I can try to understand things. And if, even if I can't, I'm just like, all right, cool. I'll accept it for what it is. But like, yeah, but when when we try to understand things, that's that's the issue. That's like the hang-ups. That's like when people go into ayahuasca and they're sitting there and they're determined they want to meet Madre or they were going to figure this out or they mm-hmm. want this specific question answered this way. That's when you close yourself off to the experience. It's all about surrendering and, um, you know... Okay. Getting out of the brain. You definitely don't want your head involved. Like the less thinking, like, you know, like, so for me with the toad, it's like my brain will come in and then it's like, no, get out of there. Like you don't, it's about getting the British silencing the mind and just being, it's like pure being. It's like, there's definitely a lot of bodily sensations. My heart tends to race. I can feel things vibration in my body. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how to describe Would it. Would you though. feel like, do you feel like it's given you any, um, uh, like strength over like the dominion of your mind? Like, do you feel like as you've grown and taken plant medicine and learned from it, do you feel like it's given you a better, uh, like grasp on, uh, what you think, how you think, what thoughts you introduce to your like space? Does it do any, like, do you feel like you've strengthened your mind at all from, experiencing ayahuasca oh yeah well because you you talk about um you know the the only reason i'm bringing it up is because you're talking about how uh you know when you involve your mind it's kind of like it's it's like noise so you you know it comes up and then you're just like get out of there do you feel like because i feel like a lot of people do have a tough time um like tending to the the thoughts that arise in them and giving attention to thoughts that like aren't constructive and don't have that ability to just be like, Oh, get out of here. They like, they think the thought and then they like become one with that thought and continue to put attention to that. Do you feel like, um, like going through plant medicine has strengthened that at all? Or do you think that that's just kind of like a byproduct of your ascension? Um, well, yeah. It's definitely a great tool for that. I mean, the anytime we can get out of our mind and sit and be, um, it offers more perspective to the normal day-to-day stuff. Like anytime I go through these experiences, whether it's a short sit with the toad or like a whole experience in the jungle, you know, being in Peru for a couple of weeks, like I come back here and it's like, it's, I, there's just a lot more self-awareness. Like my, I'm always looking to gain more self-awareness and to separate the illusion from what is real, from what is true for me. Like, cause thoughts and what I see here in the 3d, like the, you know, this manifestation of mine, my projection, that's the illusion, right? And so, and it takes, it's like, I can say that and know that, but yet I can still slip back into it all the time on a regular basis. It's really easy. It's an interesting thing because there's like, like, oh yeah, it's like, this is all in a dream of mine, like whatever. I can say that, but I can also slip back into believing things that aren't real. 
Mm-hmm. And um, anything like that, you know, plant medicine, it's just another tool. It's no different than like meditation or something. It's just, it's like a deep dive into deeper level of consciousness that allows for a, a, a I would say, uh, for me, it's a better perspective in my day-to-day life, more self-awareness, um, I, uh, and an ability to be, you know, stay more mindful and present and not project into the future. Cause you know, anytime I want to understand how everything's going to unfold and I'm like a big thinker, like big time, like I love understanding stuff. I love understanding the process. I want to know what's going to happen before it's going to come. And the more I let go of that needing to know, the more I know, if that makes sense. It's like, because all I have to really do is have faith. All I have to really do is trust myself and have faith, like, you know, in God, in the universe, in the Madre, whatever it is, like the, the, you know, the things bigger than me that are always working to give me exactly what I want. So whether I fill my head with negative ideas and fear or whether I'm filled with love and abundance, it, it's, I'm going to get what I, what I asked for. Um, I don't know how that relates to your question, but yeah, I mean, definitely. So something I learned in the, one of the big takeaways from my uh, trip to Peru with Anna is like, I'm a very strong channel for like these medicines like I'm a very sensitive person like stuff just like blasts right through me and like what I'm it's like my next thing I want to that I'm working on is like learning how to harness that and then put it into an outward focus like content yeah like I want to share I want to share my uh, energy without but I want my I want to have some body and mind discipline to be able to channel it in a different way, because um, you know what happened there. Like on the third and fourth ceremony, when I went really deep, it's like I lost all kind of control of my body and like, and it was a powerful experience. I was channeling a lot of energy into the room, and I helped shape the night for the room. Like it was powerful, but I'm like. I want so badly to be able to harness that. And I think that working with the toad is helpful because it's like the more I can breathe, the more things I can breathe through and sit with them. So it's like also there's Sananga. Have you heard of Sananga? Of course. The Have I you drops. had it? Yeah. Okay. I drops, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like, like, and hop any of these medicines, it's like learning to be and not get attached to sensation, Let, <sighs> letting sensations kind of, you know, just go through me because I'm very sensitive. So mm-hmm. it's a double-edged sword. Raising your vibration raises your sensitivity. You know, fasting, these practices, the medicines, it opens you up, it clears you out, clears me out. And then it's like I'm already a sensitive, um, being empathic person. Like, And then it's just like it's all cranked up. So it's a beautiful thing, but then when there's negativity like that, if that if I feel that much more as well. Yeah. So learning to strengthen my aura, learning to, um, you know, strengthen my mind and um, harness these energies is like my um, something I want to work on. It's like 
Anna was a pro. She went down. I mean, she was like, she was right there with it. I mean, she was taking care of me. Same thing when we did Toe Together. Like, and I, I realized I understood when we did it together, there's a whole different experience. If you do Toad and you go into it with another person you're close with and you're interacting, that's going to be a completely different experience than if you're by yourself. Like all these things, like the energies of who is around you is incredibly important. Your scenery, what, what you're taking in, all your inputs are incredibly important. So this morning when I did it, it was like right as the sun was coming up, I was sitting on my roof deck and I sat with it and the sky was beautiful and it was like, it was just this glorious, beautiful thing. Like, and I felt very empowered. I felt very centered. I felt the love and I felt like powerful, like right here, everything was in alignment. Like with Anna, I noticed like my more, um, she's somebody I do healing with. She's somebody who's there for me when I cry. She's somebody who will hold space for me when I'm working on my trauma and so she brought out all this whole other side of me, like, mm-hmm. and it like, it was, so it was like a, you could call it darker, but it was like a heavier experience because she was there and she was there to help support me. So she drew that out. Yeah. So, and I'm learning, you know, I'm learning these things like, cause, cause, uh, Anna and I have talked, like, I, I think, you know, it's just one possibility, but I really want to consider, you know, facilitating some of these medicines for other people, setting up a space, holding space, a ceremonial space to do it the right way. So I'm not a big fan of just giving out toad mm-hmm. medicine or mushrooms and, Hey, go have fun, yeah. do it. Like, cause there's so much to it. There's so the ritual of it is so important and setting up the space and getting people in the mindset to where, um, you know, they're going to have, an important experience like and with the toad medicine it's definitely like yeah i mean that one to me is like you know unless somebody's really called to it like that you want people to be ready for that yeah they've been like they've been been calling that toad medicine's been calling a couple times and i've been ignoring the call (laughs) because i don't know if i'm ready you're 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 ready for it because you're um to me I mean, on it, like you possess strengths that I do not like there's and I, it's just, um, you're a much brighter person. You're like, you, you harness, uh, I don't know. I'm just somebody who like, I, I have a lot of darkness so that I can have this really light also. Mm-hmm. And you're somebody that's like, I don't think it's quite as intense for you. I don't know if you're going to go to the, some of the places that I go with this stuff. So I, I see you as somebody who can hold the medicine well. And like you would be able you have more control of yourself. You're not as volatile as me. Okay. You're a little more steady in my vision. Like, and I think that you would sit with it really well. And I think you'd probably love it, but that's, you know, yeah. But, it, but it is what it is. You're going to get what you get, but it, you know, you'll be fine. Let's set something up, dude. Let's set yeah, something yeah. up. Just come over. Or do you think it'd be better to like do in a space that I'm familiar with, or would it be better to go out into the desert? Like kind of like the I'd probably like to take you out in the desert. I like to get to a place that's really secluded and you know, I don't know what your comfort like. Cause I feel like, I like to really get out of my head. I want to be able to sing. I want to be able to yell, let primal shit out. I want to be able to cry. And that's the goal, right? Is getting into that place where you're willing to be vulnerable enough that 
you can let this medicine work on you. If you're trying to stay in your head, you're going to get really confused. Mm -hmm. Like if, if you're trying to put words to things yeah. and it's like, Oh, I got to understand what's happening right now. Like it's going to be, it's going to lead to confusion and some discomfort, mm -hmm. but the really, you know, but once we're able to surrender and just let that energy channel through. So point being like, I think, uh, you know, the way I would like to serve it is like, I, I, I just in as the a setting guide, that you create. Well, a setting that's in nature and you're far isolated from other people. So you feel as free as you can to express. That's up to you, right? Yep. If, you, if you're able to let that shit out or not. But I would be like, here's the medicine or just direct you as much as you want or you can light it at whatever, but here it is. And then it's like, and kind of tell you how to get it into your body and explain to you that process. And then Gosh. it's like, I get out of the way. <laughs> I go over here and I observe from, you know, I keep an eye on you and I hold space energetically meditating or something to keep a, a protective barrier around us. And I'd be doing work with tobacco. We might work with hoppe, like other, like, practices to get you really grounded and centered first. It's mm -hmm. like you want to, we want to be in a place that's very centered and peaceful before diving into this realm. And, um, that's why this morning I was called to it. Cause when I wake up, I'm very peaceful. Like I dream a lot and I wake, like I wake up just like floating, you know, I love the feeling like first thing in the morning and I looked outside and the, the sun was coming up and it was just calling me and it's like, Oh, this time I'm going to go. And I just did a really small dose, like a little kind of, I would say half of what I would do to kind of have a more deep experience. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, everybody's different too. Cause like Anna, you know, when we did it together, I don't think she went crazy deep and I gave her the same amount that I did myself and I went pretty deep. Um, wow. But I, I don't know. I'm really, re I'm really sensitive and, uh, receptive it's like so many times people think like it has to do with the dose like how much you know it's like it's kind of like with ayahuasca the how much you take is more of um to me it's more of a commitment thing than it has to do with it you know the dose equals your experience it's more about being sensitive receptive and open Cause like some people can just drink a bunch of ayahuasca and hardly anything happens because their brain is so they're, they're they got everything so tight. Mm -hmm. They're wrapped. They're they got a I'm grasp. Not, they got it. They're holding it. They're holding it down and they're <laughs> keeping in that reality. Right. They're keep. They're they're right here in their eyeballs and they're like, I'm not letting go of this. It's mm -hmm. it's about letting go of the illusion. Everything here is an illusion. And I know you know this. Oh, like yeah. On some, like, yeah, it's, this it's, is all the illusion here. <laughs> like, there's there's something bigger. Like, this isn't, Yeah. you know, we, we lived a we've lived a bunch of times and we'll continue to live and there's a bigger picture. This is the, you know, this is our, uh, who said it the other day? Someone said, oh, James said, uh, he said, we are observing our reality into existence, I think was the words he heard yeah. from like another. And like, I, I like that, how that was stated, because that's what it is. It's like from the moment we come out 
as a baby, this is all my beliefs or whatever, but it's like, we're just like, it's just a bunch of colors. Right. And then we start making some shapes and it's like, Oh shit, that's that. And Oh shit, there's my mom. And that's a dad or those are, that's my, those are my guys. Right. Yeah. And then, and then we get to this point in my life, I can see in my life, it's like, Oh, okay. Of course, of course, Bitcoin exists because I can come up with this idea of perfect money in my head. Yeah. Now that my consciousness has expand, my awareness has expanded enough. I'm able to let this beautiful thing into my life. Yeah. Of course, all this technology exists like, because I'm a technologist, like that's always been, you know? Yeah. And if I wasn't me, I would be living in a different place in a different reality where these things didn't exist. Like, so, and, uh, these medicines are all about, you know, shattering the illusions. Um, and it's a practice, like, I mean, it's happened, you know, I've had, I've died on ayahuasca probably four or five times, like full deaths. Like I experienced the full death and I was watching from an outside perspective, watching my body rot into the ground and nobody cared. And it's like, what, I, you know, and it's still like, like I say, it's like, I, I can have this knowledge, I can have these experiences and still kind of get back into the 3d world going about my day. And then all of a sudden, I, you know, I have a stress about something Yeah, and then it's like, so, so it's a practice. So I've got a couple different, I have a couple different things, but I do want to, I do want to dive into this piece about full deaths because, um, you know, long ago when I was, when I was really discovering myself and learning about Ascension and, you know, just enlightenment and going through that whole, that whole, um, experience. Um, you know, it was like when I was first really having, when I was having my first real awakening, I was seeing things and numbers and like the, like my, my mind went from knowing just what I know and the things that I've learned all my life to expanding into the mind of like everything. Right. And I could feel I could feel everything. It's like, it felt like I could feel the heartbeat of the world. Like I could feel everybody and everything all at the same time. And it was like, it was such an interconnectedness with everything that it was like everything that I knew shattered at the time. It was like my entire view for life, what it is, how I'm experiencing things. Like none of it came from the way I learned it came from. It was like, it was like seeing through the veil and I could see the code and I knew that I came from blackness and nothingness to where I am today. But it was like, you know, it was like learning all of the history of the world in a split second. And then it scared the shit out of me. Mm -hmm. And, um, for a while after that, I just, I remember just wanting, like, I, I knew that I wasn't the same. I knew that I was living in this, this, uh, this dimension that I was, that I was co-creating, but it felt different though. It also felt like, it felt like my head was being held in a position and my eyes were being peeled back like this. And like, I was forced to watch what I was watching and do what I was doing because of the beliefs that I had of, um, like the creators of this dimension. Like, so, what I what I want to get at is that uh, that when I had these experiences, you know, uh, 
just getting out of my body, getting out of my head, letting go of all the beliefs that I believed before. Um, every time I hear you talk about toad medicine and like the different experiences, I get these glimpses of, of the day I died back in when, when I really went through this because I felt like that's exactly what happened to me. I felt like I died watching what I was watching visually, you know, seeing these images, these numbers, and then hearing these sounds and words just in combination with who I was. And it just like, it was like, oh my God, it was like the, it was like a cheat code that unlocked me to everything. But it also like shattered who I was. And for a while I wasn't right. It was like, it was like not knowing. But the thing is, I didn't have the same type of like vision of like seeing myself die and like, you know, not being cared about. It was like, it was like the person I was before that moment was never going to come back because my eyes were open to like the, the layers that are, that are kind of like put over our eyes as we grow up in the form of thoughts and beliefs. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, um, so after a while it was like, that's what like there, there's a part of life where you figure out that like, like you have to like let go of everything and anything that you learned up to a, a certain point to, to see clearly that this is all like a part of our making. Like this is all in combination with what we've been doing since we got here. And it's like, it's hard to me. It's hard for me to sit back and see like how life comes into this world. Like watching a woman get pregnant and then being there the entire time, the energies are moving through her body to, to get this baby out, Mm -hmm. you know? And, uh, it uh it it still trips me out because there are times where I'll you know I'll dream at night and it's like it's like you didn't it's like the higher beings that are trying to like us that are assisting me through this guy like this ascension it's like they're it's like it's like they tell me that I'm not really coming from a a, a woman like I'm or I'm not really coming from this that I'm used to like I'm still in like another type of womb in a weird way like mm-hmm. uh I've been getting really um involved in this book called um Ascension to the Fifth Dimension mm-hmm. and it's like super duper long and um everything that that I hear you talking about about um being open and receptive um you know, vibrating at a certain frequency, like this life being, um, you know, just like another layer on top of all like different types of realities that we could be living in as as all we need to do is, you know, tune into those and align with those, um, realities. And it's like, I feel like this toad medicine and the experience of going through this is like, it's like kind of like a next step for me that I'm like really resistant to because of going back to that place that I was, you know, nine, 10 years ago. And I've, and when I, I've never like delve so far than I did at that one point. 
and I've revisited that feeling um, on multiple occasions. But every time I get to that point where I like, I know that I'm going to let go of everything. It's like, ah, no, I'm good. Like I like, you know, the grass that I have right now, if I lose this shit again, like now I'm in a, I'm in a much different place than I was, uh, when it first happened, I was very, I was like, I, I had strings attached to me, bro. I was like a puppet back then. You know, because I I felt now you have a family. Yeah, now I have a family, and it's different. And I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm I'm my own source of everything. Mm-hmm. Back then, I was like, I had no clue what role I really played in my life. I just knew that I was participating in my life, and I knew that you know sometimes the things that I wanted to happen happened, um, and I didn't truly understand that relationship between. Uh, the things I want and desire and how to get them, you know, like I didn't really understand the relationship between, between that. Um, and now I feel like I'm, I'm in a much different place. Um, and I, like, I feel like now I do have, like, I feel like I have more to lose. Um, but I shouldn't, I know that I, I've, I've got to get to that point where I'm like letting go of all this because I know what it's like to like get all the way up through my chakras and get all the, you know, the life force vital energy, you know, flowing through my body and I vibrate, you know, and, and, uh, the wheels of my chakras are turning and I feel, you know, a a light, extremely light. And, I start getting to the point where the energy starts to reach my crown chakra and it's like, okay, now it's time to let go of everything. Like, you know, in, in my meditations, I've built up kind of like not necessarily a strategy, but a way of doing it to where I, uh, am at peace. Okay. Mm -hmm. And there's a structure to the way I do it. But every time I get to this point in my crown, it's like, it's like I have to let go of everything and every, everything that I built myself up to be and feel like intentionally feel like I don't care about anything in the world mm-hmm. in order for me to get, get mm. to that point and feel like at one with everything. Totally. And then I've, and then I get, And then I get re like I go through this whooshing of like sensations and feelings and, you know, light. And then it's like, I'm back into my body again. Mm -hmm. And I'm, it's like, it's how I feel sometimes when I wake up in the mornings from like an incredible dream that is like beyond words. And it's like, sometimes it feels like the most powerful feeling that I have ever felt. And it's something I don't have a a great grasp on yet. It's like harnessing that would be lovely, but I feel like I'm still afraid to take the step that I need to in order to be necessary, like that's necessary in order for me to be able to harness. Like, so I'm like trying to get past this fear. How do I do it, Nathan? (laughs) <laughs> How do I get past this bullshit and just say, let's do well, this toad medicine? Um, 
Well, you have free will, so you get to decide when you want to do the toad medicine. But the toad medicine is a great tool for that. And what you were describing, you know, the experience you went through eight, nine years ago. And then, like, my process has been very different than a lot of people. Like, everybody has a different process and a different path for this stuff, right? Like, when I went into the toad the first time, like... I was open and wanted big shit, but I just was kind of like, you know, it started again. Um, so yeah, the, yeah, you get to decide when it's ready, but that's the beautiful thing when you're ready. Like, but that's the beautiful thing about the toad medicine is like, it doesn't require a lot of practice. It doesn't require much of you other than like, Oh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say yes to this thing. That sounds kind of crazy. (laughs) Right. So in the saying, yes, you're going to get whatever you need. It's not like a meditation you go through and like you have a kind of like a conscious choice on how far you want to take it. It's mm-hmm. more like you already made that decision. Yeah. So I've got to let go of everything. And, then, and you, and it's, yeah, I mean, for me, like it was, it shattered a bunch of shit for me. And I, and it, it's, this is, this is always like, I think this is a, a process that takes time and it there's like a relearning that has to happen over and over again, at least for me, because every time I get, you know, I've, I've sat with the toad quite a few times now, both in like kind of micro dose type situations and a little bit deeper, you know, experiences. And the first time, the first thing that comes to me every time is like, Oh yeah, I remember now. <laughs> you know and it's and it's hilarious and it's reconnecting to that like letting go of (laughs) everything and that's in ayahuasca too like when i'm really deep in it there's like this yeah it's this This it's the thing you were saying earlier that it's just like wait none of this matters it's weird because it's letting go and knowing that none of it matters, but yeah, yeah everything matters. Yeah. Like everything I do matters. Like I am the full creator, but knowing that the outcome, death, like, you know, the little shit, like it's letting go. It's like nothing matters. Yeah. Like I, it's, I don't like everything is, uh, yeah, <laughs> I get it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because as soon as you said that, as soon as you said that, uh, about the first idea that I'm introduced to when I'm like, going really deep is oh yeah i remember now like oh yeah, <laughs> yeah this is oh okay this is like i get it now like and it's so simple and there are times where like when i go through that and i that idea is introduced the only thing i can do is laugh oh yeah there's times where i'll like i'll sit oh, yeah, there and i'll that. just laugh and laugh and laugh and i'll be like <laughs> oh my god like this is all my doing like I am a part of this. Like I am this, like I am that, like Mm -hmm. this is all me. And, um, you know, that inner standing guy is really good about like dissecting all of this. And this is why, this is why I like, I feel like I am the way I am because I want, like, I want to map out like, and I know it's, it may not be possible, but I feel like it is like, I feel like in order to have created all of this, 
together um, as powerful beings as we are, like there's, there's gotta be a roadmap to like how all of this was created. And like, dude, I watched this, uh, I watched the Shang-Chi movie, the new Marvel movie, mm-hmm. dude, I'm telling you, it's like, it's the same thing that I tell you every time. Like I watch a new like movie that's out that I'm really interested in. It's always got all of these, these threads of like truth all weaved in it. And, uh, in the Shang-Chi movie, uh, there's like, there's this other world within the regular, like within the real world. Um, dude, it's so trippy, dude. These, like, these motherfuckers are so smart. These directors, they must have like, they must really dive in or know the truth about everything because they weave it in through these movies. So, and the reason why I want to bring this up to you is because there's a part, there's parts in, in the movie where, uh, they've got all of these demons and uh you know this major like evil thing behind uh this mountain and the mountain has a has a cover on it it's like a it's got like a it looks like it's not really like a door it's like a round it's like a round uh indention into the the mountain and the pattern that they're using is like a it's like a 3d uh flower of life and it's like and it pulsates it pulses just like the world pulses like Mm -hmm. so and i i mean i've uncovered reality to the point where i realized that like we're living like snapshots like every like everything seems like it's moving in continuity but it's like we're experiencing things through the beats of our heart like our our pulse is like, that's the life force. So like if we can tune into that and I know that when I've tuned into it, I've like reality like pulses and I can see like the, the movement of the program, the code, if it be. And at night or in darkness and in stillness, uh, like anybody has the ability to see this pattern because we're all like, we're all generated from these like sacred forms. And, uh, and when I'm watching, when I was watching the movie and I was seeing all these cool little, like cool little, you know, hidden truths in it. And then I see the way they like personify or they, uh, display the flower of life or the tree of life as in like a like darkness is behind this uh you know this and 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 it's like engraved in such a way that it's like the sacred protector is the one that uh that locked away these demons and these evil powers right and like dude it's like they know like they know it's not like it's not a secret to anybody that is like open to wanting to really dive into the deeper truths of life. And this guy from the inner standing is like, he maps out all this shit. Like he sits there and he talks about how to like go into your body and look at, you know, and feel these certain sensations and like, and it's just like, it trips me out because when I look at him too, I'm like, I'm like, dude, this guy feels like he's like an older version of me. Like, you know, if I, continue to be on the trajectory that I am and like continue to learn the, the things that I want to learn. Like, 
mm-hmm. in 10 years, I'm going to be this guy, like, you mm-hmm. know, just spreading truth because it feels like it's what needs to be done. Like, mm-hmm. you know, creating content is, can, can be whatever you want it to be. But if you make it something that like is, uh, empowering not only to yourself and your truth but you're you know you're giving others like sacred information that they can turn into knowledge that they can use and apply and turn into wisdom like and you know change their lives like it's it's awesome Mm -hmm. um but uh that's that's what i wanted to say about that but i i needed to tell you about the movie part because i was just like what like how and i'll show you a picture after we're done here but it's like it's trippy dude because it's like it's it's all around us like the the answers and the things that we're searching for we can we can go within ourselves and really like dissect you know our our own traumas our own problems and things like that some of us need help to do it but even like you know we can be like we're our own doctors as well like our bodies are so freaking like they're so sacred and they they heal and they know and there's they're tied to deeper truths that we can that we can't uh fathom or even um you know uh have like dominion over because like you know when we're when we're digesting food and you know healing cuts on on our body like we don't we don't have to intentionally like think about that kind of stuff our bodies do that on our own but it's because we're connected to like deeper sacred like truths about how we were created and and who we are and how much power we really have in this in this realm but it's like dude it trips me out because every time I sit with you, it's like this shit just flows again. I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, my boy, I'm getting getting everything stirred up again. Here come the pots. Oh, the toad medicine's coming. Let's stir that up a little bit too, dude. I'm so excited. Yeah. I think the it'll be great with the toad. And it, you know, you brought it up earlier. Like, why I have so much confidence for for that medicine with you is because, like, because you are aware. Like, you've already experience these states of consciousness you've gone deep like so it's not when it hits you it's not gonna be like a punch to the face like it would be like if you give it to somebody who's like deeply in the matrix like really has no idea that what god is or that god is in all of us that we are all one where there's no separation like these things like aren't foreign to you and it's it's a vibration it's a feeling it's not you know words can be so limiting like yeah. and so i think you're gonna do really well with it and something else that came up when you were talking about you know um the understanding i think his name is fen bomar Seven, yeah Seven Seven bomar. Bomar. Mm-hmm. yeah anyways like i love i love what you bring to the space right and i love what i bring i love what anna bring like all these people that i'm meeting like i feel like i'm me i'm attracting these new people me being the creator right the man of now that i'm in control of my life now that i create my reality suddenly there's all these people and mm-hmm. you are early in that journey you're like one of my first like if not the first that i would say like a real well everybody's uh Anyway, I love you too, bro. You were (laughs) once I was having an awareness, you're like a person that I attracted into my life, like more consciously than before. Right. Started to have some awareness of these things. But I think our um, challenges and it's not a challenge. It's really easy. It's just letting it happen. 
but it's the it's like everybody fills a different role, right? It's like um I'm not so interested in certain aspects of this stuff and other parts of it are really interesting to me. Like there's an endless amount of content. There's mm-hmm. an endless way of um, sharing information. There's different ways to frame it, to hit different people. Different things are going to resonate with different people. It's like I was watching this guy the other day that has a YouTube channel that's, uh, he talks a lot about psychedelics and he's like, Big time psychonaut. Like he's talking about new synthetic shit that I've never heard of. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that too. Like, and, um, and he has a lot of great information. And yet when I listen to him speak, there's like so many things triggering to me about the way he speaks. Cause to me, like I'm obsessed with land, like I get obsessed about language and the energy of Mm -hmm. words Right. Yeah. So it's like, and I see him as somebody who like has some understandings that I don't like, and yet I could give him this little piece because his, because his awareness isn't on that part. He hasn't put focus into that. So it's like what we all bring different things to this pie. It's like to the, to the knowledge base. Cause it's a, it's, it's a global thing it's collective and we're attracting our tribe. And when we're in our tribe, we'll find that it's like, Oh wow. Christian's really good at this part of this. He knows how to, he has this method for, you know, of meditation to bring people into this space. And that's like, I'm really good at, you know, I really like working with these medicines and I really love talking about the, you know, the vibration of words. Yeah. And it's just a beautiful thing to unfold. Like I got, I have uh, two friends that are going to be coming to Tucson in the next like few weeks. It'll probably be staying at the property. And I just, I don't know exactly how things are going to go. I don't like to get too attached to outcomes, but I can hear you getting decided, but it's, but there's a lot of things that are like falling into place, you know, because I want, I want to grow what I have in Tucson. Um, but in the past I've struggled with like this idea of like getting too attached. Like, it's like, I didn't want to get the chickens because it's like, well, now I got to have somebody watch the chickens while I'm gone. (laughs) Now we got the toads. We got another cat. We got like a lot going on there. And I also want to be able to travel, but then it's like, there's no reason why I can't attract a person into my life. Who's like fully available and willing to stay there and take care of the place while I'm gone. And then suddenly (laughs) it feels like that might happen. Like, yeah. And I'm just so excited because there's like, you know, I I have a very broad vision. I dream really big. Mm-hmm. I, I can see like a million different ways things can go. Yeah. I I feel like I have a really good pulse on like certain aspects of reality, like on where things are going in terms of our society and stuff without even paying attention, right? Mm-hmm. It's not about watching the news or anything. It's about uh, understanding a, an overarching theme, like an overarching like a story, a timeline. Mm-hmm. And and then like Anna comes into my life and she's really good at like helping me take action in places. It's like, yeah. oh, well, that's a good idea. Let's work on that. You know, like I woke the other day, the day after we had our kind of deep toad experience, the next day I was kind of like flustered and I was like, whoa, like... Or no, this was two days later. So it was the night after we went and caught all the toads and we had them in this little thing. And I have a hard time like zeroing in on what's my next step. Like I, I have such a broad view and I'm such a big picture guy that it's like, I don't know. I don't know what you. to take the next step. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know how to move because my brain will go there and my brain will go there and my brain will go there. And I'm just like, well, there's 150 million options. <laughs> and she's like, well, and she feels energy really well. She feels into a situation really well. And she's just like, well, we should do this. And it's like, and then I'm like, oh, that sounds good. Like, that's yeah. a great idea. And, you know, and then you draw other things out of me, all these different people I'm attracting. Like, it's like James is like, he's, has so much information. Like he spent so much time diving deep into certain information. So that provides a really good type of stimulation for me. And I'm just so grateful and excited for all these people that um, I'm attracting into my lives, into my life. Like I think I just, um, there's a, a person or two, at least one, like I made a couple of really good connections in the jungle too. And I think that those, I don't think that it's over with. I think they'll be back. I think I'll reconnect with Daniel down in Mexico. That's not over with. Like there's, there's things it's like, you know, I love like once we realize that we're the center of the universe, each one of us independently, you know, it's like we're raising our vibration and then these things that are vibrating over here, it's like you can feel them. They just start mm -hmm. to like, ch -ch 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 yeah, start getting closer and closer. And then it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a magnet. Yeah. You know, it's, and, uh, and I'm, and I'm just like, I'm so excited. Dude, it's, uh, it's trippy. You know, the, the ebbs and flows that we, we kind of go through. And I love, I love them when we're, I mean, I feel like we're in alignment a lot of times, like when, when you're down and I'm down or when we're up, when we're both up and we're both kind of going th through things, um, things get really exciting. Uh, but what I'm thinking about right now is like how, uh, how these like the, the higher we raise our vibrations, the better we feel about ourselves, our surroundings, the choices that we make. Um, and knowing that right here is like always the best place to be like here and now is the time and place to be. It's like the, uh, the way things come into my life when I'm vibrating in a really great space and I'm like, um, because the way I do things, I'm very like, I feel like I, I'm, I'm grounded in a lot of spaces, um, and, and a lot of times throughout the day, but nothing ever gets like, I'm, I'm more in my head and in my thoughts and in another, like I'm living, I feel like 70, 80% of my life. I'm not living in the physical. Mm -hmm. If that, if I, I feel like you can get the gist of that, but in most cases, like I'm creating a lot in my head and I'm like projecting a lot of what I want to do, how I want to do things. Um, and in, in certain cases, I'm like you, I like to think I'm, I like to think big picture, grand picture. My dreams don't aren't normally about like little day to day things or like going places with people or, you know, seeing I have those, but a majority of my dreams are very unexplainable. Like I'm, I know that there are times where I'm like, I feel like I'm creating lands and societies and like structures of beliefs. And like, I feel like I, I, I'm such in a different realm when it comes to dreams. And Carissa tells me that she's, you know, she tells me that I don't share 
you know, of as much of my dreams as she does with me. And I'm like, you know, there's times where I remember them. And when I do, I'll, I'll share them with you. But, you know, some of my dreams aren't like, I don't have words for them. Like yeah, I can't, just I tell her, like I tell her, through. I can't, I can't yeah. explain some of the things that I do in my dreams because I don't, I don't have the words for them. If I were to sit here and tell you, it would literally take me, you know, 20, 30 minutes just to tell you about a very small part, you know, because, because I've learned, like, I know that our, our thoughts are like way different. They're not, they're not linear and, or even exponential in the way we do like in, in relation to the way things happen in our lives, like normally. So, you know, in a split second, you could have a thought that would take five minutes to tell me about something I said, right. In just a split second. And it all like, it's the, it's the fascination of like the dimensionality of the way we live and the, uh, the vast like, um, difference between the, the segments of mind, body, and spirit, you know, like, uh, so I say that, to say that like I love that we're in this space right now together because like I'm really excited about you know these next couple months you know and I want to take every day at a time and really enjoy these days to the fullest and uh there's just a lot of really cool shit happening with um with what we're doing here and what we're looking to create, not only, you know, through the podcast, but like what we're doing here at home, me and Carissa as like parents and partners, it's, uh, it's really interesting. So I, I, I want to see how, um, how open she'll be to trying something new, um, because we both recently, um, uh, tried, um, psilocybin together and it was really like it was really trippy dude because like um at first i i wasn't really open did you have like a did you go deeper with her she mentioned no microdosing. yeah we did microdosing. so like but i took but when more. you say micro there's some people say micro dosing and it's like an imperceptible like tiny daily like supplemental thing are you talking like that or are we talking like no so enough I, to have a perception change? so she 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 took, um, she took a little bit, um, in the form of a pill mm -hmm. and she, you know, because she's, you know, she's not introduced to any of this psychedelics or augmenting, um, you know, sensations. So she like, she could feel it as soon as she went through it and we did it with cacao. So it was kind of like a heart opening and she got to like have the, the background of the distortion of what the mushrooms do. Um, or not even a distortion. It's just a sensation, um, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and I took some of the, uh, the psilocybin, but I also, um, took like a portion of, um, I think it's called golden teacher. It's a, it's another, it's, but mm -hmm. it's, but it's an actual mushroom. And I took some of that and, uh, you know what you were talking about when you're, when you're talking about, um, heightened sensations and like everything's like cranked up mm -hmm. that's how it was for us but i was like you know i'm already pretty sensitive to the world around me uh, i'm i feel like we're we're alike in that in that aspect where we're very sensitive to 
everything as far as sensations go. Uh, so this cranked it up and we decided to go into nature, go up to the mountain and, uh, and take the kids. So it was all of us. And, uh, we start getting up and we're almost like, we're probably like 80% of the way through. And, uh, the weather's nice. So I'm like, Oh, let's turn down the, uh, let's turn off the AC. Let's turn, uh, let's open the sunroof, open the windows, let the kids get the air, you know, and really enjoy it. And so as we did that, um, the car started having this like really toxic smell. I don't know what it was. It could have been like antifreeze or something, but the smell was like, it was atrocious. Like I was like, I couldn't breathe. Like we had to stop, get the kids out of the car. Like, and, um, and I was really like, I was really in my feelings that day because, you know, here I am trying to like, you know, attempting to take the family out to just be out in nature and enjoy this medicine and be with the family all at the same time and have a great time. And, you know, this car just decides to like do what it wants, you know, is like, uh, and Carissa was very like chill, relaxed, you know, very calming. She was that, she was that support system that I needed because on that day when all that went down, dude, I was just like, what? Like, you know, very in my feelings, like, you know, when negative feelings arise or when I go through things, it's like, I can easily brush them off. Not on that day. On that mm -hmm. day, I was just like really feeling it. Like I frustrated and upset and i'm like dude like what am i what did i do to deserve this like you know thinking of all these things and i'm like dude uh you know carissa comes to me and she calms me down and she's like it's okay like we can we can enjoy the nature that we're at like where we are now or we can go home and just relax and you know we can get we, we can take the next steps to get rid of this car and go get another one like you know and so through that it was just like ugh. And it hit me. It was just like, man, like the power that these medicines have to like bring awareness to, you know, the person, the individual that's taking it. It's like, it can be profound if you're open to it. If you're open to like different realities, different possibilities, different beliefs, like being open and receptive has been one of my favorite, like, new, uh, like, thought systems, you know, because it's like, before growing up, you could really only be open and receptive to, like, what you believed you were able to have at that, at least for me. For me, I was open and receptive to the things that I thought I was possible to have, and when I look back in retrospect, it was like really all I had to do at that point was ask what I wanted. And those things normally came, but, um, but being open to like being the forefront of everything that happens to and through me was like brand new, like a brand new idea. And so being open and receptive and like, open-minded like these whole like I feel like that's such a big uh hurdle for 
some people to get over as well as myself when it comes to like, I'm seeing it right now with the, with my resistance to toad medicine. And it's like, be open, like be open to what the possibilities can be for you going through this type of healing, like what this medicine can teach you. And, uh, and I feel like we, when we go through conversations like this, it's like, it's funny because we, we had like, for me to jump into Aya, like I had to like let out some of my insecurities or my, uh, my resistance and my, you know, my feelings towards them. And, uh, you know, when I let it out and talk to you about it, it's like you, you just respond with, uh, you know, just a, a straightforward, honest, like, Hey dude, this is like, this is what I've done. This is how I've gone through it. And you know, you've, it was great to hear that. Like once I, all it's awaiting is my willingness to, to do it because once I get in there and it's like, I can't think about all these other things, you know, it's like you gave all that up when you said yes to the medicine. And that's what I'm like, I'm I'm excited for. And, uh, and I'm going to leave it at that because just like you said, words, I mean, it's the truth. Words are powerful and, um, I, I'm excited to it. I'm ready and I'm open. So let's get this shit going. Cause the next time I want to get on this podcast, I want to tell people about this experience. Do it anytime. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm, uh, I've been, I mean, this, the energy is so powerful cause it's like, it's not an accident that suddenly like we went and had our toad experience and then all of a sudden we saw toads everywhere at our house and then we were just called to start collecting them, you know, and then two days before we sat with the toad, we're driving back in the evening and it was a rainy day and there was toads all over the road. You had to like swerve around them, not to hit them. Like, it's just like, and it's no, you know, that these toads only exist here in the Sonoran desert, like parts of Mexico and Southern Arizona. Like it's, it's just right here. And it's, as far as I know, it's one of them, you know, there may be some other synthetic stuff or whatever, but I'm all about the naturally occurring stuff. I think that the vibration of the naturally occurring medicines is different than something created in a lab. And it's, (laughs) it's no, for me, it's not, This goes back all the way to when I was a kid. When I was a little kid in Tucson, I used to like notice the toads, Mm -hmm. you know, and this is also the same time where I was sitting around by myself in the yard, knowing that I had been here before, knowing that I don't die, that if I wasn't me, I would be something or somebody else. Like I always knew these things as a little kid. Yeah. It was the, it's all the learning. Mm Mm-hmm. That, you that took it. It's like we only have we have like this much capacity, and if we fill it all up with garbage and just mm-hmm. like and <laughs> and useless attachments, there's no space. So when you talk about being open, it's like that implies being empty, right? So it's like that means we have to let go of things, you know. And that's what you know. And a commitment to sit with something like that is like, all right, I'm ready to. There's some things in my life, you know, because we it, it, that I want to let go of, right? Because like I can look at you and say like, oh, there's a bunch of shit Christian could let go of, right? Yeah. You could probably look at me and be like, dude, Nathan needs to let go of that story. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it's always easy to see, uh, like, because nobody, 
You know? How do we do that though? Unless you think you're, we're, we're going to get to that point where we're like, we'll be able to free flow that. Like, are we at that point already? I feel like we are in certain cases. I feel like, yeah, with the, with the podcast, like we do, we do uh, slightly I, filter I mean, some I things. Always, I always make a judgment of when I think people are ready to hear something. Okay. And I think it depends on what's happening in their life because things serve us through a certain period. There's I there's attachments that serve you as a father, as a parent. Like there's attachments, right? Like an attachment to your children is huge. Yeah. And you're trying to navigate like, you know, or we're trying to navigate like our children and bring them into this reality, knowing that they're going to have to, that they're going to be indoctrinated with a bunch of shit. You know, I mean, granted, like if I do it, when, whatever, if I have, you know, I would, there's things I would do a lot differently than last time. Mm -hmm. But anyways, my point being is like, there's, there's a time for everything and everybody has their process. So it's like with Anna, there's a lot of shit I would say I could say to her, but it's not appropriate all the time. Yeah. It's like when someone's willing to hear (laughs) something, when they feel like it's like, it's, it's pushing on the fear. It's always like for myself, and for anybody else, it's like, where's the line? Where's the edge of the fear? Where can you face some fear? Where can mm-hmm. I face my fear? Because there's like, I'm not ready to go way out here, but maybe I'm ready to go right here. Or maybe when it comes to you or anybody in my life, it's like, uh, I'll save that for later. Or this is serving him for right now. Or this like this type of thing, you know. But I know for me, like Anna, like after sitting with me in the jungle and really like she got a really good insight into the trauma that I hold on to, which is just a story. I mean, it's like. Yeah, I mean, you said it yourself, the trauma that I hold on to. So Right. Well, because there's an awareness that like I'm still letting go of some stuff. I'm still. I'm having a hard time coming to terms like that. Maybe nobody in my biological family will ever understand me. Right. That's a hard Been thing there. for me to let go of. <laughs> Been there. Right. And, um, and there's, you know, an old narrative that like, well, your family is your blood. That's like the people that always got your back. No matter what, no matter what. Yeah. And it's like, I'm more and more like seeing like, I don't know, the people that kind of have my back no matter what, aren't those people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they don't really see me. Like they don't, they don't understand that I'm operating at this place of unconditional love. They see everything as manipulation. Like, and it, that as staying attached to some of those, um, relationships keeps me attached to my trauma. Because I'm, it's a constant reminder. It's a constant like, oh, but, you know, you're fucked up because this happened. You know, like, you know, like, yeah, but you can't be big. Yeah. Like, how could you possibly big? How could you be a YouTube star? How could you help heal the world? Yeah. And that's the way I dream. And when I'm not and when I say dream in that sense, I'm not talking about necessarily dreams at night. I'm talking about my vision of what I want for myself, what I want mm-hmm. for mankind, what I want. Like, it's really big. Like, yeah. And the more I let go of these energies that keep me attached to those old stories, you know, the, I I let go of that and then I can become that bigger person. And, and, oh, my original point was like, Anna saw like a lot of this stuff coming out with me because like in the fourth ceremony, I went really deep and I, and she was there 
to draw this stuff out of me. She was, cause she, like you were describing with Kadisa, sometimes she's the rock and I'm a mess. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm like, I know that through most like day to day situations, like I can fucking handle anything. Like I'm just like, shh, like I got this, no emotions. Like I just have solutions. None of this is a problem for me. Right. But then I get into a space like of healing and I get in touch with my trauma and I'm a fucking mess on the floor Mm -hmm. crying like shit's just coming out. And Anna's just there with me like, I got you. I got you, Mm -hmm. you know. And she told me after we went through all that, she's like, well, you know, you're holding on to a lot of these stories that, you know, that this is wrong with you or this is bad or these bad things happen. And and so there's, it's interesting because I have an awareness that I have these attachments and yet there's still attachments that I'm working through. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the whole point of these medicines as a tool is um, releasing attachments. Yeah. I, um, I don't think I told you about this, but the uh the very first time we had gotten this this most recent batch of of mushrooms um i had tried some when we first got it and uh you know it, it had been years since i had had touched any type of mushrooms or anything like that so um i try some uh after we first get them and uh you and i had mushrooms in mexico yeah so that was the last time before ditched me yeah dude i did i want to anyways <laughs> we'll get we obviously I just, have some I things that we're have holding it. on to still no no i just i just uh, i want to have an experience dude with we have you. to i'm telling you so and let me I tell want, you about and this. i want to direct it more because i realize like i yeah you dude know. you let me go free dude i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna go adventure <laughs> all right so you gotta keep me confined you know because i'll i'll explore the world go adventure yeah. your bedroom what are you talking about dude i <laughs> went into the abyss in there all right you don't want to know what i i saw the shapes of <laughs> things that I wasn't sure I was ready to. Anyways, yeah. um, oh yeah. So, um, so when I first, when we first tried, or I first tried this, um, I had a couple errands to run and one of them was like, I had to go to my parents, uh, to get something. And, uh, <laughs> I went by myself and I had just taken the mushroom and I took a good amount to where I knew I was going to feel it. And on my way to my to my parents' house, I'm feeling it, right? And I'm just like, oh, shit. Like, I feel like I'm really getting the sensations of, like, my deep, deep um, beliefs. Did you and, know you were uh, going to be running errands? Like, no, no. Well, I didn't know that I was going to need to go and do this. So okay. I did. I But I was just like, fuck it. I'll just go and do it really quick and I'll get it yeah. over with. And I knew, I, I knew my mom was going to be there. And so... Oh, dude, this was like, as I'm approaching like my house, uh, my mom's house. And I'm just like, oh my God, like I'm, I'm thinking of calling her or texting her and telling her to come out to give me what I need and just leaving. Right. (laughs) But you know, my mom's in a, in a very, uh, she's, she's in a, she's in a very interesting space. Okay. So she's, um, She's working from home doing what she's been doing for fucking like 30 years. You know, she's in insurance and she can't stand it. Right. Um, it pays well. She take, you know, she takes, she's able to take care of all of her things, but she's not doing what she loves. She can't stand it. She doesn't want to like, I remember when I left 
JP Morgan Chase, I remember thinking like, man, and not having to like go to a work facility to do the work. I was like, man, it'd be nice if like, you know, other people can experience this. I'd love for my mom to not have to go to work, you know, and, and do this. And then boom, COVID happens, blah, 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 boom. Here you go. Your mom doesn't have to go. Your mom doesn't have to go to work now. She can, she can just work from home. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm like, man, I should have been more specific with that thought. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. because I know I I'm in a space where like, I know that all thoughts come back. Like, you know, if any, if thoughts have power, then all thoughts have power, you know, and they have the power that I assign to them. And there are things where I'll send out a thought and I won't be specific with it and it'll come back exactly how I, how I imagined it. But if I would have taken a little bit more time to like really put my life into it, it would have shaped out to exactly how I wanted it. But this is the the point to all this is my mom's going through some stuff, right? Like internally, uh, and she's lost a lot of weight. She looks great, but she still doesn't like, she's still doing something that she does not want to do on a day to day basis. And so I knew that I'd like have to like talk to her and I've been wanting to just talk to her. And, um, I was like, you can text her, call her, you know, have her come out and you could, you could, uh, resist this and you could just, you know, not, not go through this pain that, you know, you should go through if you ever want to have uh, a, a deeper relationship with your mom, a deeper relationship with yourself, a better understanding of who you are. Like if you want to go through this, then you can, but you don't have to, if you don't want to, you know, but if you go, if you do decide you're going to go through it, like I'm going to put you through it. And that's what, that's exactly what happened. So I called my mom. I'm like, Hey mom, I'm outside. Uh, could you open the door? She comes, opens the door. And I'm like, as soon as I see her, I'm just like, Oh, the mushrooms like hit me. And it's just like, dude, you better be ready. And we just like, and so we just like, you know, we're just shooting the shit. We go into her room and she's just like, she's like giving it to me, dude. She's like, Oh, my day is this. I can't stand my days. Like I'm, you know, I don't feel good. I'm like, can't stand this person and this and that and just like spilling all her shit right Mm -hmm. just spilling it all telling me how miserable she is and i'm just like oh like fuck like it was it hit me so deep bro and so like i started talking to her right i'm just like i'm really giving it to her i'm like mom like why do you do this to yourself like going in bro and we get you know i get to the point where i'm like crying Like I'm laying on her bed crying, telling her like, mom, like, like I know what it feels like to be trapped, like to feel like you're the only one, like, you know, because she tells me about all of these deep things that the deepest fears that she has about herself and, you know, her livelihood and the lifestyle she has with my dad and all the people that she's helping, you know, she's got, bro, she's got like three, like other individuals living at her home. Like, of course, my sister being one of those are our child, but you know, we've got, uh, you know, my cousin Drennan and my cousin Kyla living there too. And they're like, you know, 18, 19. And you know, it's my, my mother, my family, my dad, my parents have always been like givers. Like they've always helped a lot of people, you know? And, 
it's like it's about time that they like get the help that they need you know like I want to get to this point where I'm just like my mom doesn't ever have to work a day in her life like I don't want her to now like not have to go to work I want her to never have to work again like never have to do things that she doesn't ever want to do and I you know weeks ago I tried to um weeks ago I talked to my parents about um, doing something that they really want to do. Like my, my parents love cooking and uh, just like making food and stuff like that. So I'm like, why don't you guys do something that you really are passionate about? Like start little and then grow it. Like, because eventually if you stay on this path and you do the things that you really want to do, you'll see that the, the, the monetary need that you have will, you know, will shift over to that other side. But you know, it's like, and it was just really, dude, it was just like a deepest conversation I've had with my mom probably ever, probably ever. And I was, and I don't think I told her, I didn't, I didn't tell her that I was on shrooms that, that day, but it's like going through that, dude, it was just like, wow, like there is so much healing that people can do on their own if they're willing to. And if they're not, these medicines may be a, 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 a great, you know, assistance to uncovering and, and letting go of some of these things and, and facing the fears that, that, uh, you know, that, that we're going up against. And, um, it was crazy, man. It was crazy. And I'm, but I'm, you know, we probably sat there an hour, bro. Just like it, something that was supposed to be like five minutes, took me over an hour just to sit there and talk with her and cry with her and like, you know, just help her to see, uh, the power within herself that she has to, to create the life that she wants. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it was, it was a very transformative experience for me. And I have, you know, since that day I have seen, uh, a difference in my mom, but, you know, old habits are, are, can be hard to break if we're not consistent and, um, seeing, I, I was going to be seeing with, uh, seeing her again sometime today, but, uh, but they're going to be leaving to California and I talked to her early this morning. So it's just like, it's different, bro. Like even seeing her this morning, it was just like, you know, I could see how full of light she was. They're going on vacation. They're going to be gone. They're not going to have to, you know, she's not going to have to work for the next four or five days. Um, and so, you know, it's like, it's that, it's like that it was, it was like just seeing her again this morning. That was just like, maybe what I, maybe what we talked about that day, like helped her, yeah. you know, and just, just the, just the ability to entertain that thought and feel like I gave some type of hope was like, it was really good, man. Yeah. And you planted some seeds. It's like. It's not easy. I mean, I was obviously, you know, my story pretty well. Like I was completely stuck. And part of this too, you know, talking about your mom and the people she takes care of. The thing I realized for me, I used to take care of people to keep myself safe. I was addicted to that stress. I was addicted. I knew that if I was taking, if I was the center of everybody's world, they couldn't leave me. I, you know, I had a fear of being left alone. And so I had created this reality where I was the, 
the provider for everybody around me. And I felt like there was no way I could see out of it. Right. Yeah. But to have somebody in my life close to me come in and say like, Hey, you could see things like, here's like another way of looking at things. Maybe things could be different. That's a huge value. So it's like you took even you using that medicine within your body, you were using that medicine on her. Because you were able to open up and express more freely, be more vulnerable than you would have been. You wouldn't have been like you could always explain these ideas to her, but people notice like when we're really vulnerable and open, it's like that 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 plants a deeper seed than a surface conversation about like, hey, you should start a business type of thing. It's like then she's feeling you. She's like actually feeling this other way. And that's um that's all we can really do. Cause it's like, everybody has to decide for themselves. You know, it's like in your mom's case, it's like there's, um, all these things to try to improve her day or things she could do to try to have a different, but like, there's one key thing. That's like a light switch, right? Quit your job, quit your job, quit your job. Right. And then all of a sudden there's space. You know, it's like Anna took a leave from her program and now her life is full of space. And now with that space, what am I going to fill that space with? Yeah. Oh my God, let's get some chickens. Let's catch some toads. Let's plant a garden. Let's start planning, uh, facilitating ceremonies for people. Now there's, now her dreams are, are, you know, jobs crush our dreams because there's not the, it takes so much energy to show up to a nine to five deal with low vibrational people deal in these institutions are designed to keep us small, to keep us from believing that there's something bigger we can do. And it's soul crushing. Like it is so draining to work a job like that, that you don't want to be at anymore. Like, and I was there for, you know, I was doing the job for 20 years, but I wasn't in that place because it served me so well for a long time. But like, mm -hmm. I understand that place of like, not seeing any way out and it's such a gift for you to plant these seeds for her and um and you know and i would you know remember that it's like you don't necessarily have to do anything for her it's just like just let it's just being you just you doing the more you do you this is what i figured out for me it's like the more i do for me that spills out into my family i don't need to go tell them how to be or tell them like, cause that's what I used to want to do is like, I wanted yeah. to tell them all the solutions like, well, okay, then go do this. You're upset with it. Go do this. And it's like, that wasn't working for me, but it's like, I'm realizing now that it's like, I need space, a lot of space to raise my vibration, to change my practices, to get my discipline and to build beautiful things and I'm going to, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to have everything set up ahead of time. Like when shit gets weird, like, don't worry guys, I got a plan. Yeah. Are you ready to see me yet? I think you are. <laughs> Let's go, you know? And, um, I don't know. That's a beautiful story though. And I'm, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the, the, these things are so powerful and it's just a tool. It's like, 
you know, there's a bunch of different ways to look at it. People think of mushrooms and they think, oh, you sit around and party with your friends and see shit. It all depends on your intention. Like, mm-hmm. I'm somebody who's like, I've never, I never had that intention. I'm always looking to do some healing, <laughs> right? So if that means that in order to get the most healing, I set up a ritual space and I bless the space and I burn some candles and I have my stones out and I'm in the middle of the desert, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do whatever I can do to make that experience all about that. I'm not going to be trying to interact with the world and, you know, there's a lot of options, but it's like, that's what I'm about. And I want to help facilitate that for other people. Cause I'm realizing how much like my, I have a very strong creative mind, a very good ability to visualize thing, which is, which is how we create space. Like that's how we, you know, I can put my intentions into somebody else and have them sit with the medicine and I can protect them. I believe that. Yeah. Like I believe I tell Anna all the time. I'm like, you know, when you're with me, you don't have to worry about shit. Right. Like literally there's like this big dome around me and I'm protected. (laughs) Like my property, people don't fuck with my shit. I'm protected. Like I just, I know that about myself because I've created that. Like I know that I have, I can hold an energetic space, you know, especially for other people. What I'm learning is like learning to let love into my, into that barrier. Like it's been such a, I'm learning so much with Anna. She's very beautiful and helps. It's like every, every piece of the puzzle that was missing in my puzzle is like her pieces. Yeah. We just fit together so beautifully. I get it, man. Me and Carissa are on, we're we on the same vibe, bro. She's like everything that I'm not and everything more that I could imagine. Like it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing, man. It, you know, it was, things have grown from, from, uh, from where they were and we've grown together and it's just, it's trippy to see, man, because when we look back and it's just like, wow, like we came from this, like, look at what look at where we came from look what we've done together and it's like we get excited for the things that we're going to do like in the future so it's just like it's really great to see man because she's like she's my grounding i'm her like i'm her celestial like i'm in i'm yeah. in the air in the skies yeah, the and same the, in the spirit and she's my grounder she's my rock my tree my earth dude and it's it's like when I get too caught up in uh, in my head and the bigger things and, you know, just the shit, you know, when I get caught up in the shit, she's like, she brings me back down and helps me, you know, helps me be here and present and with the kids. And like, you know, it's just like, a, it's a whole, it's a whole nother type of bond, man, like that we have. And it's, it's wonderful. And it's great to see like, what you're going through right now because it's like (laughs) we can go back to podcasts where you were creating Anna you know for your life you know we we can go back and listen to (laughs) some of the times where we're where you're talking about you know what you want in a woman and what you you know just what you need and it's like it's perfect because she just like fucking meshes it so nicely (laughs) dude and I love it so it's been exciting man I love what we're doing together and this is like it's exciting to start this next, like this next phase that I feel like we're getting into because I'd love to get to be a part of whatever you're facilitating. When we do this paint night on Wednesday, we're going to have a bunch of people here. So, you know, you feel free to 
How many know, people is a bunch? A bunch. A bunch is like, you know, a bananas, a bunch of bananas. That's that's all I can tell you. Um, but we're going to have a good amount. I don't know exactly how many. We've got like a bunch of um, canvases and paint brushes and a bunch of stuff. So we're not sure, but we want to get a good amount of people, dude. I mean, this fucking big ass house. We want to get as many people as we can here to like enjoy the space and enjoy the connection and meet people. And I want you to meet all these cool people. Cause I've been hanging out with them for a while and you've been fucking in the, in the jungle and well, you've been back for a little bit, but you know, I want to give you some time, but here we are, man. Are I'm they excited. people I'll vibe with? Oh dude, I'm telling you, I've already <laughs> told these people about you, dude. It's like the, every time I meet them, I'm like you guys gotta meet Nathan. <laughs> well, we'll be here. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll make it fun, dude. My, you know, my, that part of me, the hermit, I am a hermit, you know, life path nine is the hermit. Like there's that part of me that's just like, how many people? Wait, <laughs> Cause I'm like, I'm always, cause you know, if I get, I get past a threshold and it's different if it's like a bunch of people I vibe with, then I'll kind of section off and I'll have little connections with people. Mm-hmm. But if I'm in a room full of people I don't vibe with or I don't understand, then I just sit there and I become a fly on the wall and yeah. I just observe and I'm just like, it's and you say random things like, Hey, you guys got Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> you guys heard about Bitcoin. Yeah. Well, but that, you vibe you know, in a that, room full of Bitcoiners, that's for sure. But that's um, because Bitcoin, that's one of the beautiful things about Bitcoin is it can cross all borders. It's for everybody. It doesn't matter if you're spiritual or not or yeah. if you're into esoteric shit or if you believe in ghosts or aliens or you're black or you're white or yeah. you're male or you're female or you're rich or you're poor. True. It's, it's for everybody. Bitcoin's for you and you and you and you and you. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, I'm sure we'll. I think we'll be here. I'm not, I'm not hundred percent committed, but it's the seeds been planted. Yeah, you know dude. how I roll. Let's we'll water it. You know, I'll just I'll text let, you every day until then. Do it. <laughs> That'll help. Yeah. Man. Water them. This has been exciting, man. Uh, so shades of light podcast. We just got into some really deep medicine vibes, some crying vibes, some me and Nate vibes, and we're ready to, to keep, shelling off some of this good stuff for you guys so thank you love and light to you guys nate what you got you all later